Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy July. Happy July and happy first Friday in July. And welcome back to me. Yes, I am back. I know that I've taken a couple of weeks off from podcasting. To be honest, I just wasn't motivated enough to do the podcast. I didn't have any inspiration. I just wasn't feeling up to it. And like I coached to most of my clients and the people that I talk to behind the scenes, um, I know that taking a break. Um, it's essential for those of us who suffer from mental health issues. Now, I, if you know, if you, if you're talking to a billionaire or a millionaire or people who are making you know money, they're going to tell you that consistency is the key. I am totally with that, but it's a lot different from those of us who suffer from mental health issues. It's a little bit harder for us to keep going. It's a little bit harder for us to kind of get where we need to be. And it takes a little longer. We'll get there. It just takes a little longer. So I haven't been quite motivated um, these last couple of weeks. So I took some time off, but I'm back. I am back for the month of July. This is going to be a great month. This is going to be a whole entire series that I am going to be loving to talk about. For those of you all who are tuning in for the first time, I am Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate. I keep and help. Well, I used to say I help just women, but I no longer want to do that because I've had a couple of male clients now. But I help all of you all go from just barely surviving and hanging on by a thread to thriving in your lives doing your healing journey and I am happy that you are here to my returning listeners thank you so much for always supporting me and always listening to my podcast I appreciate you all so much um please don't forget to tune in this month this month is going to be the series it's going to be a series on healing I'm going to do a whole month of episodes on healing cocktails and conversations are coming back. Stay tuned for those. Um, it's just been so hard to book people when me being on my central time and everybody else been on Eastern standard time. And so the times that they might want to do a, you know, interview or a podcast with me, you know, they'll say, well, it's nine o'clock, you know, you know, maybe nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, no, you know, well, it, it'll be 10 o'clock my time, nine o'clock their time. So I'm like, no, I can't do that. Cause it's you know late for me. So it's been so hard to schedule people to just kind of jump on, but I am working my butt off to just like maybe schedule weeks in advance so that I'll have that locked down. So, you know, stay tuned for those um, those particular episodes where I'm interviewing or just having conversations with um, other uh, coaches and experts um, in the fields of healing, mental health, finances and so forth. So welcome back. I am happy to be back here. I have tons of things that I want to talk about. I am ready to go. I am feeling motivated. I feel good about this month. Um, I just want to get this particular topic on the table um for the last couple of weeks I've just finished up two clients that I had been coaching for the last six weeks 
And the, 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 the most consistent thing I've seen with all of my clients and people that are just like around me, um, hell, including my husband, um, most of you all are resisting healing. And instead of getting upset with you all, I had to, well, I'm now taking another certification um, in healing and I um, had to learn. Why are people so resistant to healing? You know, because I was just upset. I'm like, you all want to stay depressed and broken and wounded. You all want to stay in toxic relationships or friendships. You all want to continue in the pain. And I just didn't understand why people did not want to heal. And it was starting to bother me because I'm like, I am in the healing process. And it's starting to feel good. It hurts sometimes. But it starts to feel good where I'm not feeling sad every day. When I'm not, I can get up and do something to my hair. I can do something to my, you know, put on my clothes. I can go work. I can, I can work out. I can, you know, get on my podcast, you know, because your healing process is, is, is a, it's a roller coaster full of emotions, but it is so worth it because it's taking a lot, a, a load off my shoulders. I'm able to sleep better. You know, I'm every, I'm able to think clearly and make great decisions. So I just couldn't understand why some of my clients, clients resist the healing or some of the people that I know resist the healing. And I had to take this class and I am still in the class, but I have now put two and two together and I understand what's going on with some of you all. And again, you all know that I'm very transparent and that I will step on your toes. Okay. I am not going to sugarcoat anything for anybody because I have, I just have no tolerance for people who want me to be, you know, um, I had a couple of clients, you know, way back when I first started coaching that just went off on me. You don't know how to talk to people and you don't, Oh, I know how to talk to you. I'm just not going to talk to you in the baby fashion. I'm not going to take these little baby steps with you so that I won't, I, I won't hurt your feelings. Well, you know what? You have literally been in relationships with men that hurt your feelings. You have been in relationships with people who zap the energy out of you. You don't leave them. But you decided that it's okay that I can just curse this lady out because I just don't like the way she talked to me. Well, I'm sorry. You don't have to pay me to be your coach. You don't have to listen to me. But if you are, then you may hear something that is going to make you feel like I am attacking you. But you're only being, you're only feeling like you're being attacked because it's the truth. So this series, this month, I'm going to be stepping on some toes. And if you don't like it, you can literally turn my, turn my podcast off. Delete me from your iPhone or your Google Play. But I'm going to say it and I'm going to mean it and I'm going to, because it's going to help you. Okay. I'm like the mama bear. I'm trying to help you. I want you to eventually feel the way I feel. I want you to get out of survival mode and then get into thriving mode. So I've, I've started realizing why you all are resisting healing. So welcome to this month's episode, this, this Friday, this new Friday of July. And this episode, this first episode of the series is you're not healing because you're afraid to. Yep, I said it. You're not healing because you're afraid to heal. You are afraid to heal. And I'm going to give you three reasons why you are afraid to heal. And for those of you all who are listening to me and you know that this is you, let me know. DM me and say, hey, you know what? Today that podcast was about me. Thank you for pointing that out. 
Because again, I'm just trying to save some souls over here. I want you all to start feeling and acting the way I have when I started my healing process. I encourage you all because I want you to get out of barely surviving, barely hanging on. I don't want you to get up every morning and ask yourself, why am I up? I have went through five to six or seven years of that type of behavior. I want you to stop the self-destructing behavior. I want you to stop self-sabotaging yourself and your businesses and your decisions because you're not healing properly. And this is why I'm a little hard on my clients. I'm a little hard on the people that come into my inbox. Hell, I'm hard on my husband. I'm hard on my son. I'm hard on myself sometimes. I'm like, Lady O, you know this. These are the things that you have done to start healing. Don't go backwards. So some of you all are resisting healing because you are afraid to. And I know that sounds crazy. Oh, I'm not afraid to heal. I do want to heal. It just, you know, I get all of the excuses. Well, it just doesn't work. Or I just can't do this. Or that's just who I am. And y'all know, if you know anything about me, you know, I freaking hate. That's just the way I am. Because that's a freaking lie. It's a lie. You were not born to just barely hang on. You were not born or overthinker. You were not born some self-control freak. You were not born narcissistic. These are, these are uh, 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 behaviors that you have developed over the years because you're in survival mode. So you do things to just survive. So I always hear, that's just the way I am. I can't do it. If I can do it, you can do it, but you are afraid to. And I'm going to give you three reasons why you are afraid to heal. And you're not probably going to like it, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's my podcast. And because I know it to be true, because what you all don't realize is the same way that I'm talking to you all, I had to, someone had to tell me and talk to me about. I had to learn how to hear the hard things in order for me to heal. I had to take responsibility, which is one of the very first things in my six-week coaching program that I start with is accountability. I had to take accountability for my own actions. You all know my story. I am a recovering alcoholic. I had to take responsibility. I had to be accountable for my actions every time I drank. Okay, I, I guess drank sounds kind of stink. <laughs> well, anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. When I drank, not drink, drank. I said it just like that because I drank a lot. And I had to be accountable for that. I had to say to myself, you, when people was telling me, people kept telling me, you know, you do this when you're drinking. You do this when you, every time you look around, you say this when you're drinking. And I kept hearing the word drinking, drinking. You're like this because you're drinking. You said that because you're drinking. You act like that because you're drinking. Everybody can't be lying. And I had someone come to me that said somebody told them maybe six or seven people kept saying, telling them that something may be wrong with them. Well, why does everybody say that? I don't understand why people say that because they said it because something's wrong with you. Something was wrong with me. But because I was in denial, because I was afraid 
I didn't want to take, I didn't want to take that up. I didn't want to focus on that. I wanted to keep going like I was going. You know why? Because I was afraid to heal. I was afraid to heal because I did not want to deal with some of the old wounds that I have been keeping bandages on. Keep putting, you know, when you see that old wound that's on you, you keep that same nasty, dirty band-aid and then you change it. And then you start putting all that neosporin on the wound. You try to do everything to make sure it's healing. But sometimes you'll hear the doctor say, well, just leave it like it is. Just let it stay open. You know why they say that? Because they want it to heal. So sometimes your open wounds can't be covered up all the time. It needs air. You need to breathe. It needs to breathe the life. I mean, gets the the breath inside that womb so it can start healing. That's exactly how it is with us. I did not want to start healing because I didn't want to put, I wanted to continue to cover up those wounds. And this is why you all don't want to heal because it hurts. It's painful. Will I still be with the same people I used to be with? Will I still love the same people? Will I still act the same? You all are afraid to heal. So let's get into topic one. What's the reason? The first reason why you all are afraid to heal. Me too. But number one is one of the, 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 one of the reasons I know for a fact, and, and this was me, was because you're comfortable not healing. You are in your comfort zone when you don't have to do anything else. I literally told my husband this morning about what he does. And he is one of these people, which I am, I'm more, I'm more of the step out of my comfort zone type of person. Um, so I don't really, and I'm, I'm very confrontational. So if something is bothering me, I'm going to confront it head on. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to yell about it. I'm going to fuss and cuss about it. The old me will fuss and cuss about it. But now the new me, the healing me, you know, have discussions about it. I'm going to confront it head on because what I'm not going to do is keep this shit bottled up on my plate anymore. I no longer do those things. And so I explained to my husband this morning because we were having a discussion. And what he does is with my husband is he will... In the discussion without ending the discussion. It's, it's, it's easier for him to not confront what we're going to say or what we're going to talk about. Because if it really doesn't bother him, so he says, then he's comfortable not dealing with it. Because most of the time when we're talking and we start to discuss things and it makes him uncomfortable because half of the times the arguments that we have are some shit he has a problem with, and that he is the problem. So he doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't want to hear me say, well, this one is on you. Because nine times out of ten, it is. And guess what? The argument we had today, well, I don't say arguments anymore, discussion was about him. And not to put you all up in the business, but he was like, um... The conversation we were having today was, um, you know, he was saying, I was a little tired of your moods and your moods. You know, this is my thing. I match energy. Y'all know I got a t-shirt out there that's saying that exact same thing. If you come out, if you come to me every single day, you know, being nonchalant, not really talking to me, not saying. Now, when I give you that energy back, you don't get to say that I'm bothering you. But this is what you put out. So when I explained that to him. He kind of was like, oh, no, but no, no. I said, no, 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 no. How do you treat me? 
you getting it back. And when it got when you got it back, it didn't feel so good, did it? But if he literally wasn't afraid to start healing some open some 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 damaged wounds, he would know better. He would heal faster. He would understand why he makes those type of decisions that he makes and the things that he does. And then when I reciprocate the the exact same things he's given me, if he started to work on that healing, he wouldn't have this problem. And that goes for all of you all. You're not healing because you're comfortable. He's comfortable not bringing anything up. And he said it today. I just, you know that I'm not a good communicator. Well, then you have to deal with that. You know, he had a nerve to say something silly like, well, sometimes the words just can't come out. That's the most foolish six-year-old thing I ever heard. Not calling my husband a six-year-old, not putting him down. But that was a stupid thing to say. You just can't get the words out. No, you just don't want to because you're comfortable being that way you have been. And this goes for all of you all. You're comfortable. You're familiar with being sad. You're familiar with being depressed. You're familiar with people talking to you any kind of way and stepping over your boundaries. You're familiar with not setting boundaries. You All you do is say, you walk off like my husband does, and you say, you walk around saying, I don't really care. I don't even care. They can do what they want to do. You a lie. You do care. You're just too calm. You're too, too comfortable to confront it because you hate confrontation. Now I know some of you all, and I know some of you got big mouths. You're always talking what you will do, what you're going to do. And you ain't doing nothing because you're comfortable. If you don't have to heal or touch that open wound, if you can continue to cover it up, you're comfortable with that. It keeps you from having to bring up everything you're going through, what you're feeling. And then you're afraid if you bring that up, then maybe this person won't like me anymore. Who the hell cares? I don't care if it's your husband. I don't care if it's your boyfriend. I don't care if it's your girlfriend, your, your, your significant other, whoever you are dealing with, your friends, your coworkers, your boss. You bring up what's bothering you. You step out of your comfortable zone. And you say what you need and you start healing the things that you need to heal. I didn't want to start healing because I didn't want to bring up the fact that I needed to get away from some of my family members. I didn't want to bring up the healing because I know that sometimes the healing was about me and I was the person that was a toxic one. Even though the people around me are still toxic and I no longer have to deal with that, but I also was toxic. See, sometimes that stuff is going to come back to you too. But see, some of you all are very caloric like I am and ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm the, I'm not the one that need to change. They need to change because when they change it, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Because y'all know my saying, especially if you though for those of you all who are out there in relationships, when you start to change, if they don't, then you need to change them literally, meaning get to somebody new. You don't heal because you're comfortable in your pain. You're scared to take off that wound, that, 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 that band-aid 
because you may have to start thinking about what you contribute to your problems. What do you bring to the chaos? Think about it. If everybody around you don't like you, everybody around you got a problem with you, everybody around you, it's something going on every time you around, who the hell is the common denominator? It's you. It was me. And it's so funny now that I am healing, I now am on the outside looking at all of these other toxic people, including my husband. All y'all got some problems. All of y'all got some things wrong with you all. And now, yes, I am the one that sits around and picks it out now. But instead of now having to deal with it, I don't. And y'all know my story. I don't deal with my mother. and my. I definitely don't deal with my father. I don't deal with my family members anymore. I don't deal with people. If you don't want me around, if you have spent years pushing me away, then I am gone. Yep, I am in Texas. I am lonely. I, I have no, no friends that are here. I don't have any family at all here. But I'm okay. Because I'm at peace with myself. See, you know, a lot of people love to say, well, you know, I can take myself out of here. I'm at peace with myself. But y'all secretly got all of toxic ass people right there. As soon as they call, you jumping up to answer the phone. As soon as they send you a message, you jumping up to text them. As soon as they do whatever little thing, you jumping like a damn rabbit right back to them. That's not what I'm talking about. See, I have nobody around me. Because I protect my peace at all costs. And if it means, you know, and I, and I had to suck this up the other day, you know, when I was, you know, cause like I said, before me and my husband had the discussion, I was literally thinking in my mind, you know, maybe this may be coming to an end. I've been married 17 years, but I had to start thinking maybe this is literally going to come to an end. And I wasn't afraid to feel that way. I wasn't scared. Now, yes, I w- I love my husband. I want to be with my husband, but I don't have to tolerate disrespect. I don't have to tolerate poor communication or lack thereof. I don't have to tolerate that. Yes, there are people who've been married 30 years who get divorced. I've seen people get ma- be, ma- be divorced after 25 years and still remain friends, but they couldn't be together. But I wasn't afraid to open up that womb because I didn't want to, I don't want to be just comfortable because we're married. I don't want to be comfortable because we're friends. I don't want to be comfortable because we, we are, we're, we're coworkers with your bull. I want to be healed. I want to heal. And I intend on doing that at all costs. So when you all are walking around, I, 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 I'm okay with myself. I do this. You're lying. Because as soon as those people call you, as soon as those people text you, as soon as those people pop up on you, you all happy and smiles. Because now you're with your unhealed behind, still taking that unhealed behavior. You don't heal because you're afraid to, because you're comfortable in your pain. Number two, you're not sure what to expect when you're healing. Who am I going to be if I start healing? Who am I going to love? Am I still going to love that same person that I used to love? That I, I See, because you're codependent on this person by this time. That's why you can't get rid of the people that treat you like crap. And that goes for friendships. That goes for church members. That goes for friends. 
You're in you're in relationships with people because you can't get rid of them because you're codependent on them. So you're thinking, what do I, what's going to happen? I don't know what to expect from a healed me. I don't know how to be alone. I don't know how to go out to dinner by myself. I don't know how to go shopping to the mall by myself. I don't know how to go a day without having somebody to call on the phone. Well, there, guess what? There are days that I don't talk to nobody on the phone but my husband. Sometimes I don't even talk to my son, and that's not by choice. Sometimes because he has his own life. You know, now there'll be days because I'm a mom, I'm like, hey, now you ain't calling me, you know, yesterday. What the heck going on? Sometimes that's just that mama thing where I need to know what hear from him, you know, especially with the world the way it is right now, people shooting and acting a fool mess, the police. I need, I need my black son to call me, period. But then sometimes I have to call him and say, but sometimes he's going through some things that he doesn't want to talk to mama about because men y'all get depressed too. But when I'm not talking to him, I'm not talking to anybody. And I'm okay with that. I stay busy. I go for walks. I read now that I'm taking these class. I, I I'm in my class. I'm doing my classwork. I am doing t-shirts. I'm making podcasts. I am being creative. I am okay with being alone because I would rather be alone than deal with toxic ass people, toxic ass behaviors and toxic ass mess. I healed because I didn't want to be in chaos anymore. I didn't want to be all up in people business anymore. I didn't want people all up in minds anymore. So when you don't know, you don't heal because you don't know what to expect. You are afraid of becoming this new butterfly. You're afraid to transform into what God has created you to be because he didn't create you to be a warrior. He didn't create you to to have everybody freaking baggage on your shoulders. You're carrying around your children's crap. You're carrying around your husband's or your spouse's crap. You're carrying around your next door neighbor's crap. You're carrying around some of your grandkids' crap. Some of your friends' crap. So you don't know what to expect because so you don't heal. What is life going to be like if I don't have gossiping? What is life going to be about if I can't talk about people or if I can't? What is life going to be like? I don't know what to expect when I start healing. And I promise you, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. Healing is amazing. You got clarity now. You know, go work on your businesses. Go start that book you wanted to write. Go read those books you wanted to read. Go start your journaling. Start a podcast. Start a business. Continue on your business. See, some of you all are so damn talented and you have let a lot of that shit go because you're so busy in that bogged down in baggage. Y'all got so much baggage dragging you down. That's why you stay in your pain. And this is why you continue not to heal because you don't know what to expect. If you didn't have that crap around you, you've been in crap for so long. You've been comfortable in it that you don't know what to expect. You don't even know who you are without crap and chaos and messiness. Some of you all are so afraid about who you are that you may meet somebody new. Some of you all are so afraid that maybe the new person, and this includes friends or new church members, maybe they might actually treat me good. 
I don't know what it's like to be treated good because I've never been treated good before. You don't know what to expect. So you resist the healing. So you don't have to worry about that. I'd rather stay comfortable in my pain. I'd rather stay comfortable not healing because it's, it's scary. Get out of that. That is survival mode thinking. It is time to heal that. Number three, you're scared it's going to hurt. If I start healing, it's going to hurt. I actually have to talk about me. I actually have to talk about that I have a shitting ass husband or wife. I have to actually confront the fact that my children may just be some unruly, just not good children. I have to actually come to the realization that my best friend of 25 years is a dumb bitch. Excuse my language. She's been leeching off me for years. She's been drowning me in her sorrows for the, I'm scared to open up that stuff. I'm scared that I may have to bring up things from my past and confront them now. And you know what was my stuff that needed to bring up? That I, my father raped me. I was his caretaker. I needed to bring that up. I needed to bring that back to the forefront again. I needed to bring it back to the forefront that my sister for years has never actually really liked me. I had to bring that up. I had to confront that my mother always pitted me against my sister. I had to bring that. I had to face that. I had to face that these people literally didn't mean me any good. They would throw me under the bus the first freaking chance they could get. And they did that. I had to confront that. It hurt. See, so I didn't heal. I kept those toxic people close to me because what was I going to do without them? What was I going to do without being, you know, tied to these people that genuinely made my life hell? But I was afraid to open up those wounds. Now, what will people say if I brought the rape up about my dad again? Because even according to my husband, that stuff needs to be let go. My own baby sister told me straight up, you need to let that go. And said it with a straight MF face. How do you tell the 12 year old in me to let that go? So I didn't want to bring those things up. I didn't want to face that stuff. I was scared to. I didn't want it to hurt because it do hurt. It does hurt. It hurts me on Father's Day when I see all of you all putting on pictures of your father's right, walking you down the aisle and, and I'm a daddy's girl and daddy dances. It freaking hurts. But now it doesn't hurt as much anymore because that wound is healing. I confronted it because I wanted to freaking heal from it. So now the wound last year, it hurt really badly when he betrayed me for the second time, not just the rape, not after me even take after all of me, me bringing him back from the brinks of death to betray me again. 
It hurt. It was like he raped me all over again. And I'm sorry if I'm triggering you with this particular talk, but it's no longer triggering for me because I opened that womb. I let that band, I took, I ripped that bandaid off. I confronted that womb. I could, I, I, I did what I needed to do to start the healing process. I left the bandaid off and y'all know how wounds are. When it's getting that fresh air, when it's starting to, you know, heal up, it starts to itch a little bit. So the itching was, I couldn't barely look at Facebook on Father's Day weekend. It started itching, you know, like when I, could, I had some, some, some tea to spill to my mom and I couldn't call her. You know how wounds are when they start healing that itchingness and you're scratching and you're scratching and you're scratching. So now in your head, that's like the thoughts that's going to be in your head when you're healing. Well, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. You start having self-doubt. Well, maybe, you know, well, maybe if I just give this person one more chance, maybe, maybe just stop it. How many damn chances do you have to give people? To, if they continue to do it, it's not something that they just doing. They're doing it because they want to do it. But like that womb, it started, you know, and if you have like, like I've been burnt on my knees before I've scraped my knees and I burnt my arm, you know, when it starts to starts to, to get its color back. So you start to see it starts to look a little pinkish and it looks a little white and it starts to look like it's closing up because I confronted that womb and it's healing. And that's how I feel now. So no, I don't, you know, at first I couldn't be on, this was the first, this was the second, um, father's day and this particular father's day weekend, my, you know, in your memories on your Facebook page, he came up in the pictures and it was in a freaking outfit that I bought this sucker. At first I cried the 12 year old, when I first started healing the 12 year old in me cried. You know, come on, man. But then I just looked at the picture. Not to mention, I look so freaking much like him. But I just looked at the goddamn old picture. And I just looked at it. And all I looked at it, and and this year, I said, he's a jackass. He's been a jackass. He's been a narcissistic bastard since the day my mom probably married him. That's why he had seven wives and a whole bunch of children out here that don't give a F about him. See, but when you're a child, you don't see that. And see, my mother didn't want the rape to come up because it looked, made her look bad as a person. How did she pick this bad person? But it is her fault too. Because apparently she had some problems in her life that she attracted no good men. So yes, now when I saw the picture this year, because I, I'm healed from it, all I could do is look at it like, you know what? It's your loss, you dirty bastard. It's your loss. Because I am a damn good daughter. And I have always been a good daughter. I am smart. I am funny. I am successful. I have a, my, my marriage has lasted longer than each of his seven marriages. My businesses have lasted longer than any of the businesses he started. My character, people will always remember how I treated them. People will always walk around talking about how Lady Yo, what what Lady Yo did for them. The legacy I will leave behind will be way more than what he'll 
ever have to deal with. He'll never be me. He never raised me from the get-go. And I will take pride in the fact that I healed from him. So this, this, this year with Father's Day, I looked at the picture. I'm like, okay, whatever. But it's his loss. And this is how you all have to look at it when you are starting to heal. You are starting to heal, but if those, but if you outgrow those people, if you outheal those people, that means they were not supposed to be in your freaking life. Stop hanging on people forever. God give you so many freaking red flags and y'all just go right through them. Y'all go right through these red flags. What the hell are y'all holding on to people for? There are billions of people in the world. Why are we holding on to toxic ones? Stop being codependent on the person. You're not there because the person's treating you good. You're there because you're codependent and you need to heal that behavior. Codependency is a thing. This is who you are. You're codependent on the person. I was never codependent on my mother, but my mother was codependent on her mother and it hindered her. And I did not want that for myself. So yes, when I started the healing process, it is going to hurt. I had to realize that I was a drunk. Not me, not this business woman, not this chick who had everything together. How the hell am I? No, being drunk was my uncle's them. You know, just because they got drunk and fell down, I felt like that's what drunk was. But I didn't know being a drunk, you know, when I was hiding liquor bottles or when I was drinking before I got off work or, you know, going to the park to drink before I got home or drinking before my, I didn't know that that was alcoholic behavior. (laughs) Not me. I ain't no alcoholic. I am not my uncle's. I could always point out a drunk, but I didn't, I didn't know that I was the drunk. I didn't know being, you know, me throwing up in the morning and having hangovers. That was because I was a drunk because I was so busy consuming every and any alcohol beverage I could find. Because it hurt to hear that I might have been the problem. Not my Scorpio. What? Me? I'm perfect. At least that's what I thought. So I didn't want to heal. I didn't want to hear about what I might bring to the table, what I was doing wrong. I was the chaotic person. I was the toxic person. But some of you all don't know how not to be toxic. Some of you all don't know how to not do any of those things because you're, you're, are, you are the person. You all seek the attention from these toxic people that makes you feel better. So you decide that to, it's easier for me not to pull that bandaid off because it's going to hurt me. I don't know. And I don't feel like hurting myself and I just don't want to do this. And another thing too, and this is not on my list, but you don't want to hurt the other person. Even though you go through life being hurt by these people, y'all always afraid to heal because you don't want to hurt the other person. Where the hell they do that at? I wasn't afraid to let go. I have not spoken with my sister or my father in two years. I have no intentions of doing it. I have prayed about it. I pray for them every single day. I have forgiven them 
for their foolishness and their betrayal. But I ain't got to. I don't have to talk to them if I don't want to. I don't have to deal with that. I don't want to hear things like, well, you know, you only get one dad. Who the F cares? Or you only get one mama. Stop telling people that. Just because you have not been physically abused by somebody doesn't mean it's not abuse. Sexual abuse is bad, and so is emotional abuse. So if you're in a relationship right now that's somebody who, who is totally literally stepping over your boundaries, not doing anything for you, just sitting there giving you grief and you always giving, 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 they giving you nothing. You are in an emotionally abusive relationship. You are a giver and they are taking from you. So don't come to me telling me, that you can't heal. You, it's hard for you to heal. When I hear things like that, all I know is, all I feel in my mind is you don't want to. And you don't want to because you are afraid to. You are afraid because you're comfortable. You're comfortable in your pain. You don't know nothing else but pain and suffering. So, hey, hell, I've been pain. I've been, I've been suffering for so long. Hell, I might as well stay this way. I'm going to, and I hear it. I'm going to be like this to the day I die. That's just the way I am. Oh, give me a effing break. Give me a break. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're handsome. You're independent. You deserve to heal. You deserve not to be in pain and suffering all the time. You don't know what to expect. Well, what's going to happen if I start healing? You know, all the people going to leave me. Everything. If you know, if you are afraid of people leaving you and you, 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 and you need people, then you need to work on that too. Because you need to heal while you so needy. See, you got to open up all those wounds. Why the hell am I so needy? Why do I need to be around people? Why do I need people to be around me? What stemmed in my childhood that made me so needy? Am I still suffering from the fact that my father was nowhere around? Am I still suffering from the fact that my mother neglected me and everybody has me? You need to heal that. You got to pull that band-aid off that wound and go to end that healing. This is what healing is about. Getting to the root of the problem. And you're scared. What is going to happen? Why are you acting like healing is some type of damn other world crap? Healing means you think clearly. Healing means you sleep better at night. Healing means you take some of that baggage off your shoulders. Healing means sometimes going it alone. Stop being afraid to heal. Stop being afraid to get on that healing process. See, nobody around you can make you heal but you. I have the clients in my six-week program, and I wish, you know, because if, if I have to stretch it to 12 weeks, then I'll have a charge a lot more. But for the six weeks that I'm with you, it's going to take you another six weeks to put that stuff into practice. And you're going to have to keep doing it until you make it perfect. 
And it's going to be days that will be bad and they're going to be bad days that it's going to be good. But don't resort back to your unhealed behavior. It took me a long time. And it's so funny because a day again, my, I told my husband when we were having our discussion, I said, you for years fussed at me about my drinking. You for years told me you couldn't be with a drunk. You for years told me I always started arguments when I was drinking. You for years told me all of my whole family about me not drinking, me not this. And you know what? To, and, and, yet, and I had to say to him, no, we're having a discussion today. I said, now, if I had been doing, I said, you complain about the old me. Now the new healed me, you, 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 you don't even want to talk about that person. You don't even want to be with, talk to me. Cause you don't even know how to take me. Guess what? That's on his unhealed behind. I heard my son when my son was here this last weekend and he continued to bring something up that pissed me off. And I had to just go ahead and get them right together because we were getting ready to go out or whatever. Now I don't drink like I used to, you know, I like to get a couple of drinks in. And when I'm at my little lemon, I don't drink. I don't want to, I may drink two to three and then I'm done. Okay, sometimes I might just drink beer. Okay, I'm obsessed with Blue Moon right now. Um, and sometimes I might just drink wine. Sometimes I just might drink Trulies. I don't care to get into the hard stuff like I used to because I just don't. You know, I know that if I continue to drink, it'll, you know, if I get into the hard stuff, I'll, I am a recovering alcoholic. So I know what things do, do to me. So I limit myself, right? And my son made the statement, you know, he didn't want me to go out with him this past weekend. So I was like, okay, cool. But the reason, what, this is what he said. He kept saying, because you know how you get when you drink it. And you know, I hadn't even been like that in about three to four years. Because you know why? They never notice when you don't heal. They will talk about you when you are drunk. They will talk about you when you are loud. They'll talk about all the things about you when you're, you're causing the problems, but they never notice your healing. And so I had to get him right together. Not like I told him, I said, son, that was the old me. When I go out now, I like to keep my surroundings in check. Not to mention I live in Trump state. So I have to keep myself open for the Trumpers in case I have to bust a cap at one of these Trumpers here. But even just that, I don't, I like to know where I'm at. I don't want to not be able to drive. I don't want to you know, get stopped by the police. I don't want to, I don't want to do those things anymore. So I know how to act when I go places, but see, I had to get him right together. Because you heard that saying, they always remember the old you. But see, that's what happens when you start to heal. They will bring those things back because that's how they remember you. And that's what they want to remember you as because they don't know how to take the new you. And guess what? Either they can take it or leave it because I'm healing and I'm going to continue to heal and I'm going to continue to get different from here. I read my Bible a lot more. I study the Bible sometimes. I'm in church a lot. I might be, I might quote the Bible sometimes. I might quote a little scripture in my healing. I might quote a little scripture in my texting. I might quote a little scriptures in my um, Facebook post because that's the new me. And for a long time, I wouldn't do that. I didn't want to throw off people who probably wasn't Christian. But you know what? Hey, some of you all are, some of you all not. I'm not a perfect Christian. I got major faults and flaws. But guess what? 
I know who got me to the place I am. I continue to lean on him every day to get to that place. And guess what? I'm going to bring him up when I feel like it. And I'm going to get better at bringing him up. I'm going to get better at praying. I'm going to get better at all of these things. You know why? Because I have started my healing journey. I'm no longer afraid to take the bandaid off the wound. And you all have got to get to that point. It is time for healing. You can't, don't give me that new me, new month crap. I don't want to hear that. If you still got the same old people running around the same old crowds doing the same old BS you've been doing in June, May, April, March, February, and January. Period. I don't want to hear it. You're the same person you were in June. You ain't changed in 30 days. You didn't. But it's time. It's time to heal. It's time to let go of we're getting older. There's no excuse to take another 40 years to learn how to get rid of toxic people. It is no excuse for us to be going into our 50s and 60s unhealed. It is starting to be time, especially for those of us who are, I'm, I'm almost, I'm half of 50 now. I don't want to be 50 years old still dealing with unhealed shit. I want to be a 50-year-old, good-looking GG out here straight getting my paper and taking vacations. Hell, and if I am divorced, maybe messing with me somebody that's half my damn age. Okay? <laughs> that's what I want to do at 50. I don't want people baggage on me at 50. I want to be keeping this beautiful face smiling without the wrinkles on it. I want to be 50 and healed. I want to be 46 and healed. I'm already 45 in healing. That's who I want to be. And that's what I want from you all. So let's get with it. Let's get with it, people. It is time to heal. Stop being afraid to heal. It's going to be the best thing that happens to you. When I decided to let go, people, I got the most wonderful friends ever. When I decided to let go some people, I met some of the best people. And although I'm not this big time podcaster or this, you know, I don't have a hundred views and thousands of views on my podcast or on my TikToks, but guess what? I, people value, people love and value the things that I have to say to them and what I bring to the table. And guess what? That'll eventually get me to where I need to go. But in the meantime, I'm going to continue to heal and work on my healing. And that's what you all need to do. All right. That's it. (laughs) That is it. I went a lot longer in this podcast episode because again, this is something I love talking about. And I'm going to do a three-day series. I probably would just break this up. So I will probably do a three-day series on a live for you to see and he see my face and my expressions because this has to be said. I am trying to heal the world. Me, Joyce Myers, Ayala, we all, we're going to heal the world. Okay. I'm going to be eventually up there with them ladies. I'm going to be healing. I'm going to help heal all y'all. 
men, women, children, teenagers. I'm healing all, all your husbands, all your wives. I'm going to heal all y'all. We're going to all be healed. Y'all got me? Y'all feel me? We're going to heal together. And I am going to be right there with you. If you are going to be a client of mine, please think about taking those, that six-week culture program with me. It'll give you some steps to implement in your life so that you can take the next six weeks and the six weeks after that to start healing. No, you're not going to do this overnight. But just like riding a bicycle, you got right back on and you try it again and you try it again and you try to get until you got it right. This is what you have to do with your healing. Stop acting like, you know, you take my little six weeks and you're supposed to be healed. That is foolishness. But I can teach you some of the things that you didn't even think about. I can show you the the steps to get to where you need to go. So give me six weeks with you. If you would like to be a client, become a client, please email me, DM me, go to my website and click on a time where we could talk. Let's start your healing process. I promise you will not be disappointed. Yes, there are some, I got a ways to go. I started my healing process two years, three years ago now. And there are days when it's bad. There are days when it's good. There are days when I'm overjoyed. Those months that I didn't do my, those those weeks that I didn't do my podcast, I wasn't motivated. It's okay. But I got right back up on that horse or that bike and I'm doing it again. Same thing with your healing. So if you're ready to become a client, definitely hit me up. For those of you all, thank you for tuning in. If you are new, thank you for tuning in. I hope that you will take, uh, you will join me every Friday, you know, set your notifications. If you have an iPhone, that you will definitely be here every Friday for the rest of this month on the healing series. For those of you all who are returning, thank you again. Again, I am appreciative of every download. And if you're listening through the entire podcast, I am totally grateful for that. I am going to enjoy the rest of this day. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this holiday weekend. And I wish that you all do the same again. Think about your healing. It is time to get on that healing bike. (laughs) Get on that bike. It is time to get on this train. It is time to start healing. We are not going into our 50s and our 60s still with these band-aids holding up these wounds. And if you ever had a band-aid on you, it's not a freaking good look. You don't want to walk around all bandaged up. Open up those wounds. It is time to heal people. And we're going to do it. You don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. You're not going to be alone if you start that process. I promise you. So have a great holiday weekend. I shall be back here next Friday with another episode. Remember, July is the healing series. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all again. I am rooting for you all. I pray for you all. I definitely, I definitely want to make sure that, that you all start to feel how I'm feeling. And I want you to go from barely hanging on, barely surviving to thriving individuals. 
I want you all to get up in the mornings and be happy knowing that hell, I ain't got nobody to spend a day with, but I love who I am because my motto is I am my best company. And I actually mean that I'm a pretty cool chick. Okay. For those who don't want to be around me and who reject me, that is y'all lost, not mine. And that's how I feel about my dad and my people, my family members. That's y'all loss. Period. Same thing with my husband. If my husband decides to go away, hey, it's his loss, not mine. And that's how y'all have to see it. And I don't walk around with that I don't care attitude because I do care that these people don't care for me. But I'm not going to lose sleep over it because I'm a great chick. And I want you all to get to that way. So stay tuned for next Friday's episode. Until then, have a great holiday weekend. Peace.